We've reached the All-Star break in Major League Baseball. All-Star game tonight at Dodger Stadium. D-backs will be represented by left-handed reliever Joe Mantiply, and then they get back to work on Friday here to talk about the first half of the season. D-backs broadcaster, play-by-play voice Steve Berthium joins us here on the 72 Sold Sports Line. Steve, it's been a while. How you been, man? I have a question about hand fruit. <laughs> have at it, Steve. Away, our hand fruit expert is ready to field your question, Steve. My question is this. Is there any other kind of fruit? Thank you. That's what I, they always ridiculous. Say. No. Yes, there is. Okay. I, when I talk about a hand fruit, I'm specifically, <laughs> specifically talking about something that you could pick up and take a, take a bite out of. So like an apple, a pear, a plum, a peach, a nectarine. I'm not talking about a banana, which you have to peel. I'm because you wouldn't eat a banana with your hands, of course. I'm not, what are you talking it's not, about, Jared? All right. Yeah, he uses his feet for that one. Yeah, you okay. it with your feet. The only thing I could come up with was like a fruit salad where you'd have, you know, a spoon, hopefully, unless right. you're Jared, where you just sort of reach in with your bare hands. Yeah, or slurp it from the cup. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> We're always tackling the big no, issues here, Steve. We're on top of it, man. Well, it, it, it's amazing how just listening in gets you thinking about big picture stuff. <laughs> it's something that you don't have to slice. It's something that you don't have to peel. You, you can just, just pick it up and eat it with your hand. Um. Okay. And it's not bite-sized like a berry. A, peeling a banana that big and inconvenient, that's my, <laughs> my real concern. Jared's a busy guy. Uh, <laughs> while we're on the subject of big picture stuff, uh, give us your big picture impression of, of what you've seen. 92 games in for the Diamondbacks, a big improvement at the break and in, in win total over last year, which was not a good year. But, uh, you know, what, what, do you, what have you seen big picture from this team through 92 games, Steve? Well, I've seen step one or two in a, in a three- to five-year process where you're building the next core group of what promises to be, I think, a very entertaining Diamondback team. It, it, this is not something you can do overnight in one draft, like certainly in other sports. It, it's a, it's a three- to five-year deal. And right now we're sitting at 40 wins, won 52 games last year, so we've already won 40 this year, so there's going to be a, a marked improvement. Um, and, and it's part of the process. I, I think fans are more invested in watching a young team like this come together because you start watching these players when they're rookies and when they first come up, and I think that creates an attachment to those players and, and hopefully to the organization. When you uh, when you take a look at, at what Gonzo said during the broadcast on Sunday, I, I'm just curious your take on that because I've long believed teams that aren't playing well or are slumping, fans always go, oh, they're not trying hard. Because when you're losing and you can't hit and you're in a slump, it looks like you're not trying hard. But this is Luis Gonzalez, a super or a World Series hero in town here. Your thoughts on, on the urgency question that he doesn't see from some people. Do you see any of that? Well, I see these guys every day, Vic, so, yeah, I, I see it. I see them working, and, and, you know, I'm not here to speak for Gonzo. He's been around a long time, a lot longer than I have, obviously. But, yeah, I, I know these guys. I know they're trying. I know they're working. That's that's not my concern. I I think right now you're looking at, at a team that's in the transition period. You've got some players from previous regimes. Let's just use David Peralta as an example, who's in the final year of his contract, who's, you know, a guy from the – 2017, 2018 teams, not many of those guys still on the roster. Mm -hmm. And when you're rebuilding an organization from the ground up, and that's what the team is doing right now, you're you're collecting young players, scout, draft, develop. That's the key to sustained success. 
especially when you're you're not with working with a three hundred million dollar budget like some other teams in this division. So that's the way you've got to win. So right now, if you go back to the previous regime and the previous front office that was here, you've basically got four to five years of nothing, zero, from the first round of your draft. And so when you have 0 for 4, 0 for 5, that's going to come back and bite you a few years down the road. And I think that's where we are right now. If you go back to 2013 and look at guys like Braden Shipley and Aaron Blair, who didn't quite work out, you know, the previous front office basically sold Tukey Toussaint. They traded Dansby Swanson, yep. didn't have a pick in 16 when they signed Zach Greinke. So that's a long time to get nothing from your draft. And Indeed. so I think that's what you're looking at right now is the result of that. But on the other hand, you're also starting to see the results of the new direction with, you know, guys like Paven Smith and Jake McCarthy and Alec Thomas and hopefully soon Corbin Carroll. So I, I think that's because of where we are right now. We're in that period of transition, so I think everybody gets a little bit impatient and you want to see the young guys come up and improve quickly. We're almost there, but it's just not quite there yet. Steve Berthium, our guest here on the 72 Sold Sports Line. To elaborate on that, not just the guys that you mentioned, and yeah, I can't wait to see Corbin Carroll in a big league uniform. A couple years, I can't wait to see Jordan Lawler play, but what they've done in this year's draft so far, too, getting Drew Jones, who a lot of people said is, is the best prospect in this draft. I mean, when I sit back and, and, and look back at it, uh, Steve, is that, you know, I, I've followed this team from day one. I don't remember a time where there was more young prospects in the system or at the major league level to be excited about. And that's something new that I think, you know, if you turn off the emotion of the now, you can really get behind if you're a Diamondbacks fan. I, I totally agree. And, you know, this is going to be the second year in a row now, going back to last year when they got Jordan Lawler at six, that a lot of people will tell you they got the best player in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Drew Jones, the pedigree speaks for itself. That's a young guy to get excited about. He's working on a very advanced timeline for a prep player. Corbin Carroll, a lot of folks said, you know, if you're a little taller, he might have been picked first overall. And he's been a remarkable talent. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot to get excited about. This is a long process. That's the thing where you have to ask for patience from your yeah. fan base. This isn't the NFL where you can get three first-round picks and suddenly you're four to five, six games better in one year. This takes a while. This is the hardest sport to play. We had a long conversation with Jeff Bannister about this just the other day in San Diego. That People don't realize how hard this game is. And so you're drafting 17, 18, 19-year-old kids and asking them to be good right away. That's basically the hardest sport in terms of the skill set. Mm-hmm. So it does take some patience. But I, I, the reasons for optimism are there. We're starting to see some of the position players. I'm really looking forward to the pitchers. That's my next question um, is when are we going to see Tommy Henry or Ryan Nelson or Dre Jameson or Brandon Fodder, or Slade Ciccone, some of these other guys. The wave of pitchers that are sitting right there now with AAA and AA. That, for me, is the next page that gets turned in this yeah. book. I can't wait to see those guys come up. Yeah, and I, I like to see – I would like to see some more power. I think, like, when we talk about this in context of the Suns, they're a great team, but they're short on the three-point shooting, which is really sort of in vogue in the NBA now. We all know how important home runs have become to Major League Baseball. So I'd like to see this Leandro Cedeno kid, Steve. <laughs> what do you think of him? He hit the ball to a middle of a parking lot. <laughs> I think he cleared the parking. That was unbelievable. <laughs> it was that, that I got a text from from a guy that watches minor league stuff like halfway through the game we were doing that day. 
And he said, I'm not kidding. This guy just hit a 527-foot home run. And it blew up the Internet. Everybody's really excited about it. But, yeah, you got to have power. I I think, look, not only did they get Drew Jones, who might be the best player in the draft, according to a lot of the experts that follow this, they got basically baseball's Heisman Trophy winner in Ivan Melendez, who, I don't know if you guys are aware, is nicknamed the Hispanic Titanic. So, <laughs> That's a great I, name. Is that great or what? So let's get the Hispanic Titanic up here and start hitting some home runs from the right side. Well, I mean, this take is it. fantastic. So, so I'm really looking forward to it. it, it, it it's, we're so close, and, and I know it's frustrating, and I know – 52 and 110 doesn't get anybody excited, but we're making strides in the right direction from last year, and it's only going to keep getting better. I mean, you can't not get excited by watching Alan Thomas playing center. You have to love what you see from Varsho. Corbin Carroll's real close. Um, it takes a, it takes a while. It's a process. And if you compare the two front offices, guys, and I think this is really why, as I mentioned before, why things are not not quite maybe where you'd like them to be right now. You can't go four or five months and get nothing from your first round because that's where they are right now. There's nothing. You should have four or five first round picks on your roster today, yeah. and they don't. Yeah. But they're they're fixing that, and that takes a while. When when things are that low, when the cupboard is that bare, it takes a while to fix. But we're restocking, and I think people should be excited about that. Steve, always good to talk to you. Maybe sit back, grab a nice hand fruit, and enjoy the rest of the break. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to grab, uh, I guess, a napkin and, a, and not a banana. There you go. <laughs> right. Now you got it. Now you got it. Thanks, Steve.